Welcome to Casual Talk Radio Podcast found at casualtalkradio.net. My name is Leister, I'm your host. Thank you for dialing in today, whether you're an existing subscriber or a new listener. We welcome everybody. Got a couple things to get out of the way first, and then we're going to get right into our topic for today. Casualtalkradio.net. That's our website. Check it out for all of our different podcast episodes, past and present. We're constantly making updates. We're refining the website experience. If you have any feedback, we'd appreciate hearing it. You can hit the contact link at the top, fill out the form, come straight to us. You can also leave us a voice message if you want to leave your thoughts on audio, and it may be played on the air. Who knows? Let's go ahead and get into our topic for today. Fair disclosure right up front. As you will hear me laugh at points during the episode here at Casual Talk Radio, found at casualtalkradio.net, I would like to reassure everyone listening, my laughter is not intended to laugh at you, it's intended to laugh with you, although I acknowledge it's not a laughing matter. I found it rather funny because it's ironic because I've been saying and warning people, Leister here, your host, and welcome if you're new by the way, but I've been warning people, this was going to happen. And it was going to happen not because of anything that you did. It's not your fault. It's just the way of things. And you're wondering, what the hell is he talking about? Listen, I want to step back and talk about banking. If you heard me before, I said cash is king. I maintain cash is king. What I didn't mean, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children over the ages of 18, that rhymes, that I didn't mean that you should rush to some of these garbage tools out there. You know, the Zells of the world and the cash apps of the world and the Venmos of the world rushing to all of these phone, smartphone friendly tools that pitched you on some marketing garbage on your social media. I'm sure that's how you found out or some friend said that they want to Venmo you some money or cash app you some cash or something else. And this caused you to sign up because why not? Right. I've always said that if you're going to deal with cash, and I do encourage you to, you should welcome and embrace, although they suck, you should welcome and embrace traditional standard banking tools, not these other garbages. Now, here's the issue. The banks started jumping on board. They started jumping on board with Zelle in particular. They started jumping on board with Venmo. I saw that on a couple of them. And I want to tell a story about what happened here. First, there's a company. It's called Early Warning Systems. I encourage you to search it yourself. Early Warning Systems is a private company. Early Warning Systems has been around for a long time. Early Warning Systems was behind, not all, not exclusively, but partially. They were behind situations where your check, your physical check, would not be accepted at a retailer. They were largely behind where sometimes your debit card would be taken by the ATM machine or rejected outright. They were behind situations where sometimes your credit card wouldn't be accepted. There were all these points of entry where they were blockading you from being able to spend effectively your money. And so behind the scenes, they're building a profile on you and they use that to discriminate against you. Let's be honest, that's what happens. The banks, they love that. They love that. They love anything that precludes them from having to give money, unless if you're one of those select 1% who don't really need the money, who don't need credit, but for everybody else in the world, they want to discriminate against you. This is why if you have no credit because you just graduated high school, 
And we're in a different era. It used to be that you'd have Kmart and Target and all these stores, you know, Mervyn's throwing credit cards at you, right? And I'm sure that there's still some of them, but nowhere near what it used to be. Now it's actually harder to establish credit and some simply don't want to even have that, that risk. They don't want to have their credit damaged because we know it's a trap. So then you try to go and apply for something, an apartment or something else, and what happens? You get denied because you don't have credit. But to get credit, you have to <laughs> pass a credit score. So you have to then settle for lower-end credit or you have to co-sign with a parent or something else in order to just get it freaking started. The whole thing is a scam. It's a scam. It's a setup. Fast forward, and we're moving away from physical checks. There's still a thing, but we're moving away from physical checks. That leaves us with a couple of options. Swiping your debit card, I'll get to that in a second. Doing credit anyway, I'll get to that in a second. ACH, which some of you may not even know you have, but every bank does. Wire transfers, Western Union, right? MoneyGram, even Walmart. There's multiple ways that you can get money from A to Z. Most people prior to this that were trying to send money overseas would do something like a Western Union or a MoneyGram because those are international friendly and it's cash. You walk into a place, you hand them the cash, you fill out a form that gives a receiver number, and then the other side can use that receiver number to claim the funds on the other end. Fast, efficient, convenient. Does not require internet, by the way. Or wire transfers. Wire transfers have their own nuances, but that's an option. ACH is an option. Then all of a sudden, these, you know, the PayPals of the world and all these start showing up. And banks jumped on board not because they were trying to replace their own deal, but because they want to get those young people's business. They want the young people to do business with them. So there are some banks who will put up front, yeah, just download our app, doop, 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 all this crap. And I've said, and fortunately, the, well, one of my banks, they have Zelle. They don't push it. Thank you, bank. The other one does not have it at all. Thank goodness. It's all about wires and ACH. Okay. I do not do Zelle. I do not do Cash App. I do not do Venmo. I damn sure don't do PayPal. That's me. I'm, I'm singular in this regard, and I'm proud of this. I saw something come across the other day. Apparently, this happened last week, but then it happened again this week or the week just prior. So the week prior and then the week just before, and it's around Zelle. Apparently, what happened is that Zelle completely crapped, and people were not happy about this happening. Research was done by Zelle, and they turned out that it was Chase. Now, here's what's ironic. I said that these payment services, pretty much all of them, are backed by this early warning systems. These payment services, if you didn't know, the early warning systems, that very organization was a joint venture. Multiple of these larger banks came together to create early warning systems. And then they pawned off all of these other front-running tools. So the bank, the Chase of the world as an example, the Wells Fargo as an example, they were responsible for the rise of the use of Zelle and Venmo in the banking services when you go to your bank to be able to transfer funds. Now, I know that there are some kids out there that really enjoy these tools. Why, I don't know, but they know that they do. So when this outage happens, I did laugh, not because I'm laughing at people, but because I told people this was going to happen. And I wanted to share some of the fallout of this business. Again, it all circled around J.P. Morgan Chase predominantly. 
this most recent one, other banks were impacted. And what happened is people started asking Zelle what the hell's going on. Zelle kept pawning it back to the bank, largely to the bank. And the bank said, do, 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 you need to go to the bank, you need to go to the bank, you need to go to the bank. So they don't want to accept any blame. They don't want any smoke. But let me go down the list of some of the complaints people had. Because if you're a Zelle user, this may have happened to you or may not have happened to you, but I think you might get a chuckle out of it. User Heather Mom for Nuck says, quote, it seems that every time I type in an amount to make a personal transfer, somehow there's a limit that's $10 less than what I need to transfer. Can you just stop with the limits, please? To which Zelle support responds, quote, the, send, the sending limit on the Zelle app, so Zelle app itself, is not adjustable. However, if you're using Zelle through your bank, you're with one of our partners. Our partner banks are in full control of the Zelle feature in their app and can make adjustments if needed. Listen to what that's saying. That's saying if you do Zelle transfers through the Zelle app only, person to person, Zelle can just arbitrarily limit how much money you can send. Now, I know for some of you, you're like, yeah, of course, we knew this. The question I would ask you is, it's your money. Why is there a limit on how much you can send of your money? Because they've created a profile on you that is determined that you are not qualified enough, quote unquote, to be able to send the money that you want to send. So I challenge you to tell me, how is this better than a bank? Just because you can access it on your mobile app. It's not really. Now, if you go to a bank and you do an ACH, it's a 24-hour delay, which nobody likes. However, most of the larger banks have wire transfer capabilities. Wire transfer is just a little bit faster. Certainly has some slowness, but it's a little bit faster. Then you talk about Western Union, MoneyGram, and those are usually about within minutes. So my point is, I want you to think about the pros and cons. If you're fine being limited through no control of your own through the app, that's fine. It is what it is. Personally, I would say it's unacceptable to be limited in this regard for your money. We're not talking credit here. We're talking your money that they have made a decision to limit how much you can send at any given time. And I would personally think that's not really that good. User Bloom Loves Molly says, quote, Zelle is useless. You daren't even fart in its presence. It will lock you out. Then you got to go to the bank in person to clear it up. Go into the bank with two kids in tow now instead of to the playground. Thank you, Zelle. To which Zelle support gives the DM us with your message and let's talk about it and all this business. Now, <laughs> this is somewhat unavoidable, but I find it ironic because with this integration, with the banks in Zelle. This person, apparently, the bank has implemented a policy to the previous one that said the bank can override the restrictions and the rules. This bank has implemented a policy that says, if we don't like you based on your profile that we built on you, we can force you to walk into the bank to get it fixed. I challenge anybody to really think about this because with a wire transfer, using as an example, I have never needed to walk into a bank to do a wire transfer. You can, but you're not required. I've never been required to. ACH, never been required to. Western Union, MoneyGram, you can do it online. I think it sucks online. I think it's better to do it in person, and your bank likely supports it. My question to everybody listening, what the hell's the point of doing Zelle if you're just going to be forced to be subject to bank policies any damn way you might as well just use the banking tools that are already there. That's the point because they're subjective. You're limited to the bank's rules any damn way. 
So you might as well use all these other great tools that have been there, they're tried and true, and chances are they're not going to require you to walk into the branch. That's just my opinion on that. User the Luji says, says, quote, is there a reason why Zelle is still down? This is as of three days ago. I've been trying to send my landlord rent and I've been receiving an error message that says something went wrong. The system is currently unavailable due to maintenance. Zelle support responds and says, send us DM. Now, here's the thing. If what we're saying on this business is your landlords, you basically just got to be screwed and have to wait because the tool just blew up. Do you find that acceptable? Do you think it's okay? Because I, I guarantee your landlord's not going to like it. Your landlord's not going to be cool with it. Now, if you're okay with it and you don't really care that your rent and possibly getting kicked out, your rent's being delayed through no fault of your own, if you're cool with this, fine. I would personally think this is unacceptable. And oh, by the way, if I wanted to, I can write my landlord a check and they will take it. I can do ACH to my landlord and that's how I normally would pay. I can do a debit card to my landlord. And that's how I would pay if I couldn't, you know, do it another way, which is rare. I can pay through cash. There's a code they give and I can walk into a different location. I can give them cash. I can go get money orders and pay that way. I got multiple ways to do it within the banking system. And oh, by the way, you also can walk into any bank and get a cashier's check or a bank check. This assumes that you have cash handy or that you can swipe your card. The point is, why is it okay to be subject? Why are you YOLOing in, going all in on this Zelle when they can just completely blow up and preclude you from sending your money when if you just use the banking tools that are readily available and accessible, you can make sure that landlord gets their money on time. That's just the way I feel about it. User CVSH Mir the Goat, I think that's whatever, Kashmir, whatever, says, quote, the way I will never use Zelle again. That's what they said. What do you mean? Because I'm on a family plan. I can't use my phone number to receive my money. Of course, Zelle support responds, says, hey, I want to get some response. The user comes back and says, thanks for the auto message, and you're making my point for me. And then Zelle support does the auto message again and does a sad uh, emoji. Now, when he says use his phone number, to receive his money. What he's talking about is Zelle, because it's all mobile app-based, ties to a phone number. When he says a family plan, apparently, this is the theory based on what they're saying, apparently it's having an issue validating the person's identity because it's tied to a family plan, which means that the name on the account doesn't match the person because they're on a family plan. This used to be a big problem way back in the yesteryears, and I'm surprised it's still an issue, but when you do a family plan, somebody will own the account and they'll create lines. And they'll give it to their kids, right? And so then the account owner, the name on the account is that parent or whoever it is, and on the lines. The lines would not have the person's name because they're not who got screened to get the account. They're not the ones who applied. As a result, if Zell, and apparently they are, if Zell is querying the cell phone provider to understand the account owner and then using it to validate the identity of the person for which the Zell account belongs, they're seeing a mismatch which they attribute to be fraud. Now, in Zell's defense, it could be fraud. It could be that your shit got stolen. Truth, right? Now, what can you do about it? The what they want you to do, and when I say they, I'm talking early warning systems at all. 
What they want you to do is extend your own credit, create your own accounts. Don't be on a family plan. Extend your own credit so they can use it to violate your privacy to make themselves happy. That's what they want you to do. That means get on your own account with your own phone number under your name, even if you have to do it prepaid. Prepaid would still work. Get on your own account. Don't get on a family account. Don't share with a spouse. Get your own credit. You're thinking, I know what you're thinking. I can't. I understand. That's why I said at the front of this episode, that's what they want you to do. That's all they care about. They want to build a profile on you. To do this, they have to uniquely identify you to something. And that's why, just by the way, Leister here at CasualTalkRadio.net is anti-smartphone in the first damn place. Because I am not, I don't want to be in a world where the phone number is used as a point of identification when it doesn't need to be outside of my name and email and physical address. This is why email addresses are so beautiful. Email addresses cannot be validated against the name, nor should they be. The real problem, the rest of everybody else who are younger than those listening to this episode, who rushed to smartphones and cell phones because they're cool and you can text your buddies, created a world where these businesses can now violate your privacy at their whim and in some cases deny you service or even worse, deny you access to your money. I'm not saying, neener, 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 doop, doop, doop. I'm not saying that you had this coming. I am saying those younger than the audience listening to the show caused this. And those who welcome this world, you welcome this. I don't welcome it. I never have. I never will. This is why. You should never be blocked from your money simply because of a discrepancy of a phone number and the account holder. With my bank, they don't give a damn what my phone number and account name is when I need to go and write a check. They don't give a damn when I swipe my debit card at the ATM machine to pull out a bunch of cash. They don't give a damn when I do an ACH. They don't give a damn when I do a wire because it's my money and I can do what I need to do and I'm not going to do something that is focused on phones, cell phones, smartphones, or otherwise. That's just me. User temporary person says, quote, I just want to send my mother money, and you've made it absolute hell. The havoc you've wreaked upon my mental today will never be forgiven. Thank you. And, of course, support responds with the automated business. Here's the thing, man. You're dealing with somebody trying to send money to their mom, and they can't even do that. Now, they don't say what's wrong, but they can't even send money. Why are you okay with being unable to send money to your mom? Why are you satisfied with this? Why is this acceptable? And why is something like this happening not your impetus to get the hell away from Zelle in the first place? I'm not suggesting that you should stop using banks, although cash is king. I'm saying that if you're going to use the bank, use the bank's tools that will not let you down like this crap and get away from these private party tools where you have no protection and no recourse. They can do whatever the F they feel like doing to you. User Makala Sharujan says, quote, do not use Zelle. One of the most horrible service I've ever had. That's what they said. If a buyer pays you through Zelle and that buyer doesn't have funds in his bank, the transaction will cancel after a few days. When we call Zelle, they will say we can't help you. Worst experience ever. 
Now, let me try to read this back to try to understand what they were saying because it didn't make any damn sense to me. If a buyer pays you through Zelle, and if that buyer doesn't have funds in the bank, the transaction will cancel after a few days. So let's put together a scenario. In the olden days of eBay, there used to be a lot of fraud basically called floating. Floating is this idea that you don't have money in the account at the time you do a transaction. So what they're describing, and I'm assuming it's got to be eBay. What they're describing is that when you do a Zelle payment, Zelle is apparently approving the transaction. So they're saying this person just said that they're going to send you some money. And then they're reversing the transaction after the fact, because that person does not have sufficient money in the account. Now, to be fair, this would only happen on the banking side with a physical check. If you have a debit card, it cannot because you either have to have overdraft, which means you're going to overdraft the account and they're going to go after you. Wire, you can't send money you don't have. ACH, you can't send money you don't have. So my point is, if that, in this case, if you, Mr. Tweeter, were not using Zelle as the payment mechanism and instead you were requiring to use the bank mechanisms, this would not have happened to you because it's not possible unless you accepted a physical check, which you probably wouldn't have done. For electronic transactions, consider using ACH and wire because they are exempt from this risk. That's my point. User Georgie the Progressive Corgi says, quote, Hey Zell, what's your problem today? A friend I just sent a hundred bucks to on Saturday. I was sending another hundo, hundred, today, and now it's saying they're not registered with Zell? What gives? And so the Zell support responded talking about an outage, which wasn't the question. <laughs> so then Corgis uh, George, this tweeter says, quote, I went to the bank first, stop lying. Or do you mean you guys fixed it and I can use it again without trouble? Support comes back with an automated message. So the problem was he sent some money, they sent some money one day and it went fine. They tried to send some more money immediately after this and then it said not registered with Zelle. I don't know exactly what happened here. I can tell you what likely happened here. What likely happened is very similar to what happened with PayPal a while ago, years ago, What pay, after PayPal bought X.com. What PayPal would do is they would just completely restrict your account because of what they called suspicious transactions. See, they were the notorious for this crap. They would just block your account and anybody who was trying to transact, it would make it seem like the account was closed. That's probably what's happening here. If you want to do this, that's fine. But, you know, let's be honest. If you're just sending a couple hundred bucks and a hundred bucks and a hundred bucks at some point, and, and apparently this is urgent, you know, why aren't you getting ahead of it? Number one, you know, send 500 or something. But number two, you could be using ACH, you could be using wire, or at worst, just freaking do a MoneyGram or a Western Union on this. Like, it's not worth it. It's not worth the stress. I don't know if this is the first time it's happened with this person, but I would say it's not worth the stress because you're talking about, let's say that person, this friend that they sent the hundred bucks to on Saturday, let's say that person's about to get kicked out of their place. It's like, look, just get on the phone. Yes, I mean, actually voice call. Get on the phone, talk it out, tell them to go to a Western Union location. There's tons all over the place. I'm sure you can find it. You go to Western Union, you drop off $200, you get the code, you give them the code over the phone while you're standing there. They get the money on the other side. You're good to go. And you get the hell off Zelle. That's just my personal opinion. My point, my only point, 
I'm not trying to make people feel bad about using Zelle or Cash App or Venmo or any of these things. But what I am saying is you're seeing a pattern form of struggles using these types of tools where these tools are precluding you from getting to your money. I consider that unacceptable personally. And I'm suggesting you consider using the bank tools that are readily available to you that are already there or use a Western Union or MoneyGram. Use some of these other tried and honored tools that are not going to basically steal your money or block your transactions or play these games. You can still get the stuff done. Long term, more banks will hopefully get on board with FedNow. If and when that happens, that'll be another bank tool that basically speeds up ACH, hopefully makes it instant. And then at that point, all this is moot because you can use ACH. That's what I want to see from everybody. I want to see everybody using these banking tools that are already available to you. Let's move away, ideally, I'm just wishing, ideally move away from these garbage private apps. Hopefully they'll die off slowly. Or if they don't die off, they'll get rid of their stupid policies that block people from their money. Or the federal government will force them not to restrict access to money. Because if you didn't know this, when it's a bank, say it's an ATM and you deposit a check, your, you know, whatever check, normally there's a policy that says they have to release some of the funds to you. They can't just block all your money forever. They can block the majority of it, but not all of it. So with these tools, they can just lock you out of whatever the F and you have no recourse. Why is that okay? In some cases, they're not even insured. So if they shut down, you're basically screwed. Why is that okay? Just something to think about. Call to action. Consider whether these tools, although you may think they're convenient, have their bad side on the other side, and whether it's worth that stress for you, it might make all the sense in the world. That's all we've got here today on Casual Talk Radio, Gentleman's World. Hopefully it's been informational, educational, and helpful for you. We upload every Monday and Wednesday, so we'll be back for our next episode. Whether you're a subscriber or not, we appreciate you for dialing in today. We know you've got choices. We will be turning back on our guest cadence. We are doing the screening process that's coming very soon. Keep up to date with what we're doing at casualtalkradio.net. You can also subscribe at the bottom to get alerts whenever there's a new episode posted, or you can add it to your platform of choice. For now, take care, and I will see you on our next upload.